Then I shoot my shot and stuck on five where it's going in. Cross niggas like Bubba Chuck, I never gave a fuck. Hook shot a hole like Kareem, but I never lead a fuck. I hit that Janobi with my left hand all like, woo! Bitch, you were not with me shooting in the gym? Long nights, I perform like Mike. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, action. James Harden with the range on me, nigga, way back. Michael Jordan, 1985, bitch, I travel with a cocaine search. And you can live through anything if magic made it. What up, my fellow Nick fans? This is a guy, Marcellus Ease. Don't panic quite yet. Now, I know it's the eve of the draft, and free agency is vastly approaching right after that. I thought I'd touch base on two quick things. First, I'm going to start off with Fred Van Vliet. Of course, him approaching free agency is very unique for us because he's one of the main point guards that's going to be out there. Hopefully, we can be able to attract him at a good price. But I'm going to play a quick clip so you guys can kind of understand the mindset of how he's approaching free agency because the Toronto Raptors are in a very peculiar situation in which the Canadian government is very strict about travel in and out of their country. So this is definitely going to affect the Raptors. A lot of players right now, they don't even know where they're going to live next season because the NBA is considering moving the team for the short term so the Raptors could freely practice and travel and play against other NBA teams. So this could have a major effect on their free agency because certain players on the Raptors are not going to want to even deal with that whole situation. And second of all, the Raptors as a franchise might be a bit stingy this offseason because they're not going to be able to sell tickets to their fan base. But you guys take a listen to Fred Van Vliet and his mindset in approaching his free agency. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've never shot about it. I never really talked about it publicly, but I'll share with you guys. I'm I'm trying to get paid, man. I'm not I'm not shy about that. Um I've I don't have to to tell people that I value winning. Like just look at my story, do your research. I've never been on a losing team in my entire life. That's what I'm about. And and that's just what it is. So I won a championship. And now it's time to to cash out on twenty six. I feel like I'm 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 only four years in, but I feel like I'm on the verge of, of blossoming even more um, with more of a lead role and just taking more responsibility in my game. So all of those things factor into it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not purely numbers, but the numbers do play a big part. And I just want to feel my value reciprocated from the other end. And teams can tell you that value all they want to. But until they show you with numbers, then then you know what that means. So. Um, we'll see what that looks like. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna play hard to get it. I'm not gonna try to outsmart myself and and stack teams against each other. But I mean, we'll see what the numbers look like when they come in. We'll try to make the best decision. But you know, I'm a pretty simple guy, so it's not it's not that difficult for me. I'm gonna look at all the offers on the table. I know what I feel like I'm worth, and I'll see if if their minds are in the same place as me. And if not, then we'll we'll take the best deal that's on the table but like the pandemic mattered you know corona mattered seeing how quick a season can end and start back up like all of those things are going into my mind so 20 percent escrow like all of those things i'm thinking about you know um looking forward so I, i'm a businessman at heart but um i think you know i do value certain things when it comes to actually picking between franchises that 
are offering the same number. So that part will be easy. I mean, we know, I don't have to, to down credit anybody or, or boost anybody. We know what teams are what. And so that, that part will be easy. Money talks and Fred Van Vliet is definitely looking for the bag. Like I said, hopefully we can get him at a good price, could steer him away from that Toronto franchise, and it could bring definitely stability to our team, especially offensively, to get guys like R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, and even Julius Randle playing more in stride, more at ease. And last but not least, I want to cover the draft picks that we received in the Chris Stapps Porzingis trade. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You guys don't want to hear about KP. But this is pretty interesting. The Mavericks were actually waiting out for the NBA season to start in January, which they were hoping for. And with KP's meniscus tear, they were actually caught off guard with the league starting back up on December 22nd. So he had surgery in October and he won't be back for the Mavericks until January. Now, why this is kind of good for us, it leaves the Matador, a.k.a. Luka Doncic. He'll be basically by himself for half of the NBA season because they're saying that KP is just going to return to basketball-related activity in January, which you already know how that goes. So hopefully this impacts the Mavs' record, because the further down that they fall through the standings, the better it is for us, because we hold their 2021 draft pick, and it's stated to be a star-studded draft, so that'll be much better for us. And also, we still have the 2023 draft pick. So with KP still going through all his injuries, I mean, this guy really hasn't played a game in April. It took the pandemic to happen for him to play a game in April, and he still got hurt. And now with him having an ACL injury on his left knee and a torn meniscus in his right knee, hopefully going forward, I mean, I don't wish bad on anyone, but it's good for Knicks fans if he remains inconsistently not on the court and the Mavs are kind of stuck finding a second person to put next to Luka. So you guys just keep an eye out on the Mavs, especially what's going on around that team. Because once again, the 2021 first round pick that we have is unprotected. So no matter where it falls, we definitely get that pick. And any inconsistencies KP has as far as being on the court, it definitely benefits us. So hopefully this season in particular, KP comes through with that stimulus package on this trade because especially with DSJ not really working out, it could definitely be an added bonus to have a nice mid-round 2021 draft pick for a draft that's slated to be deep and potentially have some generational changing players. It is what it is. You guys stay confident and pretty hyped up for the draft. Keep in mind, all these teams outside of the first two picks are pretty much in the same boat. So until next time, you guys stay safe in these rolling streets. Peace.